So in this and the next podcast, what I want to be exploring is the idea that your life and my life and everybody's life is like a movie. And in fact, it'd probably be more accurate to say that your life, my life and everybody's life is actually a collection of movies. We could take any part of our life and turn that into a movie. Movies tend to be about a particular aspect of the hero's life, don't they? They tend not to be huge, epic biographies, although there's some of those as well. But usually when you watch a film, there's a little strand of somebody's life that is that the story is told about. So it's probably more accurate, really, to say that all of our lives are a collection of movies. But what I want you to do when you next watch a movie, when you next settle yourselves down and watch a film, is just pay some attention to the way the film is structured. Now, I'll talk more about this tomorrow. But for now, all I'm inviting you to do is to watch, like take note when the film starts, what that scene looks like. At the very beginning of of a film, we're generally introduced to the the hero of the film, the person whose story is. And we see that person in their normal, everyday, day-to-day stuff. What does their life look like? And the thing that we normally see at the start of a film or read at the start of a story, we get a sense of... Like in a in a fairy tale, it's like once upon a time there was this individual and they lived in this way and every day they would do these things. And at the very start of a movie, that's kind of what you get to see. You get to see the person living their life. You get to see their environment. And in the first, say, 10 minutes of the film, you get to kind of witness the problem of their life, I suppose. You get to witness the the things that are not going particularly well necessarily for that person. Now, films differ, of course, so it's it's not completely uniform, but you'll notice this when you when you spot the first couple of scenes in a film. Normally the very first scene, in fact, you're seeing that person in their everyday environment. And you're seeing this kind of haversack on their back that they're carrying around with them. You get a sense of the thing that you notice isn't particularly going well for that person. It might be their environment. It might be be that they're downtrodden in their job. It might be that they're struggling in their relationship or that they don't have a relationship and you can tell that they want one. But at the start of the film... You kind of see where their life is at now. And take note of that scene. Because in a well-structured movie, what you'll find is that there is a denouement scene. There's a, a final scene, a closing scene. So once the story has been told, you'll tend to find in a well-structured, well-put-together movie that there will then be a closing scene. And the closing scene is there in order to show you the hero's end point. 
And what you'll often find with movies is that that opening scene and the closing scene are really like bookends. That they're very, very similar to each other. And the only difference is the impact of the journey that they've just been on and the changes that they've just made. So, for instance, if you see somebody downtrodden in their job with a, a dream to be, I don't know, a comic book illustrator, for instance, by the end of the film, you'll see a scene that looks very, very similar to the first scene, except with those things changed. If you see somebody, for instance, who is, you know, quite lonely, you know, you see them at home and they're quite miserable and demotivated. If you look at the final scene of the movie, you'll notice that they're, they're there at home again. It's going to be a very, very similar scene, except all those things that were problematic to the hero that they really needed to change are now changed. And so the point I'm making is that the first scene and the last scene are often repeated in a well-structured movie. And so the final scene of the movie is essentially an echo of the opening scene, but with the hero's problems solved. So the process of the movie then is to carry the hero and to let us see the hero change the thing that was problematic to them so that during the movie, during the story, they actually build a solution to their problem. And so the first scene is where the problem exists and the final scene we'll see an echo of the opener. But that echo is one where solutions have been built to the problems that the hero was experiencing. Now, the reason that's kind of useful in terms of our own lives, seeing as each of our own lives is a whole collection of movies, is that when we find ourselves in something of a struggle, when we're in our opening scene of the movie, what it can be helpful to do sometimes is to look at the situation that we're in right here, right now, and recognise that if this exact moment were the start of a movie about us, that what would happen at the end of the movie, where we get our happy ending, is that this same scene would be repeated. The exact scene that we're struggling in now would be shown again at the end of the movie, but changed. And so it can be helpful to think, well, the happy ending scene of my movie, the one that looks like the thing that I'm living through right now, but with solutions built, so it answers my core problem. What would that look like? If this is the opening scene of this particular movie of my life where I am the hero, what will the final scene look like? If this is simply the scene that sets the tone and opens up the film and lets the viewer know what life is like now, but the end scene of the movie is this exact same scene, but changed in a way that is positive for us. What does that end scene look like? 
And the good thing about this is that you don't have to worry yet about how you get to that point. You don't have to worry about what are the challenges that are to be faced and overcome. That's not what happens in terms of the first and final scenes of a movie. That's not necessarily what a scriptwriter does. What a scriptwriter will do is they will open the movie with one scene and then they will instantly know what the final scene looks like when it's better for the hero, when the solution to their problem has been built. And so we can do that too. If this is the opening scene to our movie, we can jump directly without even thinking of the rest of the movie and how it plays out and who our allies will turn out to be and what actions we might take. We don't even have to look at that. We can simply take this opening scene, the life that we're living now, and say, okay, if I were to repeat this scene, but with everything changed for me, then what would that actually look like? What would that closing scene of the movie look like? And, you know, you can design that right now, straight away. Because if your life is a movie and you are the script writer, then you will know what that final scene, the one where all the struggles and events of the movie are already done and completed and behind you. What does it look like in that final scene, which is an echo of now, but with all those problems solved and solutions built and where you actually get the life that you want? So that's my invitation to you. In terms of the struggle that you're facing now, if that's the opening scene of the movie, give yourself a few minutes and just design. Maybe even give yourself half an hour, an hour, it's up to you. And just design the closing scene of the movie. It'll look the same, but it'll be how you want it instead of how it is now. So if you like this idea, please feel free to share the episode. Um, it's also available for those of you who prefer YouTube. It's on a sliceoftherapy.com. That's a sliceoftherapy.com. If you'd like to work with me directly, I'm Alan Parry. And I'm the director of the Liverpool Psychotherapy Practice. And you can find me at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. And until tomorrow, when I'll do part two of this idea, thanks for listening, and I'll see you then.